0: Hi, friends. Welcome to That Sounds Fun. It is the last episode of the year, the last episode of our Christmas party as well. My name is Annie F. Downs. And I am your hostess. I'm so glad to be with you guys here today. What a year we have had. I am just so grateful for y'all. You just can't even know. I was just pulling up some stats. and, and In 2018, we started the year doing one show a week on Thursdays, switched in May, and started doing two shows a week. So by the end of this year, We've done about 70 episodes with about 5 million downloads, which is just unbelievable. Over 5 million downloads, two shows a week and 70 this year. That is just crazy. I'm so thankful for y'all. I just could have never dreamed that this would be what it is. I can't even begin to list my favorite shows from 2018. Uh, You can probably guess some of them and you know what your favorites were too. But I've said for a really long time that I liked them all. I love some and... I really love some others and some felt sacred this year. And I'll just never, never stop saying thanks to our guests who've been on and the guests who have taken time this year to be on the show and to you guys for always listening. It's so sweet. And to our friends like Dave Barnes for letting us use his music. We've had people all year long who've allowed us to use their songs. They don't ask me to pay them anything. They just say, yeah, of course, we're friends. Use our music. And it's really, really generous. So thanks again to Dave. Make sure you um, grab some of his music to kick off your new year as well. Well, we're ending the year as we, as we need to, as we have to, as we should, with our good buddy, Eddie Koffelt. Do you know Eddie Koffelt? He's been on the show a lot. I love him being on the show. And he is the host of The New Activist, one of my very favorite podcasts. And so I like to bring him on the last show of the year, do a little bit of a year in review, figure out what was great about 2018, what he hated about 2018, and what is to come in 2019. So we are so thankful that he is here so here is my conversation the year in review with mr. Eddie koholtz
1: do you know I've had pneumonia for the last four days
0: you've had pneumonia
1: yeah way sick
0: wait how'd you get pneumonia
1: I just have had bronchitis and the it just progressed and like I, it was Sunday morning and I was making breakfast and I started to cough so bad that I like had to like, hold like on to the counter. Yeah. yeah, I was holding on to the counter. I was like, I'm about to, like, pass out of here. And I was like, maybe we will go to the doctor and have pneumonia. So I'm, oh, that's gosh. why I'm getting, I'm, like, on a constant regimen of, like, tea and antibiotics. So that's why my voice sounds extra special
0: today. Yeah, serious. Do you, have you been laid up in bed?
1: A little bit, but I, I cannot,
0: I cannot do that. Wait, what do you, Eddie, you don't have it when you're sick, you have to get in bed. There's no, like, that's not like a, I can't do that. Like, you don't have a choice.
1: <laughs> well, apparently I do because I didn't.
0: <laughs> but what do you do? You just, I mean, you'll never get better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I kind of split the difference. So I watch a little handmaiden's tale and then I'll go to work and or do something out in the garage.
0: Wow. Or do something out in the garage? You're like working on your hobbies when you have pneumonia?
1: Yeah. I would like to, I mean, I got a little wood shop out there. I mean, Eddie, are are these butcher board uh, cutting boards that I'm making for my family going to make themselves?
0: No, but are they going to be the gift you give them at your funeral? Because you had pneumonia. I, g- I guess it's not 1812. It's not 1812. Pneumonia is not going to kill you. I got you.
1: This isn't Tombstone. I'm not Doc Holiday. Right.
0: <laughs> you just never know. For four solid days, though.
1: Yeah, feeling rough. But we're. Do
0: you feel like you're on the backside? Or are you on the up and up?
1: Yeah, feeling a little bit better. Feeling a little bit better.
0: But barely. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, just barely. Yeah, <laughs> Enough, <laughs> Just. A I can bit.
0: tell. I can tell. You're like, yeah, I feel better.
1: No, yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I'm a hundred percent that I am seventy <laughs> percent. <laughs> but we got a big game of Call of Duty tonight with my buddies. So, oh
0: Eddie, can we please talk about that for a second? Because I'm not sure everyone has heard this story.
1: Hold on, are we like, is the show happening? Yeah,
0: we're going. You ask that every time. Is the show happening?
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Call of Duty.
0: Yeah. So. You, you, because you present on social media, on your podcast, The the New Activist, you present like a very educated, grown-up man.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I believe that I am an educated, grown-up man. And then? And then I do have to indulge in some things that are just pure, silly, and fun, because I have destroyed most of my fun hobbies. I was like, (laughs) oh, I kind of like editing stuff, and now it's like, oh... Professional podcasting, and make sure you hit that. Oh, sure. So I keep whittling away at the thing. You've taken all
0: your hobbies to jobs, and now you have no hobbies. I,
1: I, I, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. And so I do a little bit of woodworking. It's not good, but I like it, and it's good zen. And you kind of feel like you finish something. And then there's this. I get on an Xbox, (laughs) and well, and also I don't live around most of my friends at this point. So me and my brother, and one of my best buddies, we will get on tonight. And we will run around.
0: (laughs) You'll get on Call of Duty.
1: Get on Call of Duty tonight, and we will run around and shoot each other. And And just the
0: other day, you and I were texting about real, actual other things. Yeah. And then you accidentally sent me a text that was meant for them where you said, I'm on tonight from nine to 11. Let's kill yeah. some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was like, oh, this couldn't have happened to a better person. <laughs> and I, I'm so happy. <laughs>
1: somebody with a big <laughs> old microphone in front of them. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, I have found that for me, at least, the older I get, the more it is, the better it is for me to indulge in a little bit of structured regression. So, like, mm. Some little boy stuff like 12 yeah. year old boy. Like, it's kind of helpful to have just silly play yeah. because, like, the days are full, man. Like, it's, right. yeah, I'm not, I have a wonderful life and I am really grateful for it, but it's yeah. still, you know, it's a whole thing,
0: man. I was hanging out with a friend last night and his wife, and they have two kids, and he has a full time job, and so does she. And he was like, I mean, life is just he said, it's not, it's not hard. I have a very privileged life, but life is hard. Yeah, no. I was like, I hear you. I respect that. Like you're just working, you're doing a lot with the hours you're given in a day.
1: Right. And I feel lucky to do that. But at the same time, I have to push the decompression.
0: Yeah. So what does Brie do to do, what's her decompression, your wife?
1: Well, lately she has not had much because she is now in law school. And so she's in a particularly unique season of just notoriously unable to do anything but law school so mm. but but i will say that she is really really intentional about like the whole sabbath day thing it has never resonated as clearly as it does at this point in our life
0: really and y'all do it
1: yeah it, we, like we know it's important but like we're gonna have like saturday fun day and we are gonna go to church and we're gonna hang out and not clean all day we're just gonna be together y'all go
0: to ch- y'all's church y'all's churches on saturday
1: uh no, we're not Seventh Day Adventists. Our church. Well,
0: you Sunday. said you said Saturday. We're gonna have Saturday Sunday. day. We're gonna go to church. I was like, oh. this
1: is the last time you accuse me of being a Seventh Day Adventist. No, it's show. just the
0: first. It's just the yeah. first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of Seventh Day Adventists listening. Like, yeah, What's you, wrong never you never know. You uh, never know. No, no, no. <laughs> but like the weekend is sort of the like some t- at some point on Saturday we kind of get our junk done and then we just start hanging out and that kind of bleeds over into you know, most of the day, Sunday, going to church, spending time together and just being really intentional. And so for her, it's been a lot of time with family, really good time with friends. I mean, she's in a car right now, driving two hours to see some of her good friends and just spending the night and being rowdy and doing whatever they do. And
0: you just let, you just said you need a night off. Oh yeah. Cause she finished her finals.
1: Yeah. But you know, what's even better. She said she needed a night off and yeah. I, and it wasn't like a night off. Cause she was like, love being here with us. It's yes. that she just missed her friends. And so yeah. see your friends. And so, I feel like we have both allowed each other a lot of space to, we do not have our feelings hurt when the other person says like, I'm going to go bust out of here tonight and go see a movie or I'm going to go do this. or I'm going to go hang out with some of my guys because we're confident enough in our friendship and in our marriage that it's like, it's not a rejection of you. But also we went like on a lovely date last night. We went to a Christmas pop-up.
0: Oh, okay. I saw you talk about this, of like a pop-up bar.
1: Yeah, which is funny to me. We have them
0: in Nashville, too. Everybody's raving about them, how fun it is.
1: But here's the thing. It's a bar all the rest of the year. So they took a regular oh, bar.
0: Oh, see, ours isn't. Ours isn't a bar the rest of the year. It is It is a nothing to an experience at Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's a true pop-up. It's there, there was an empty storefront. Now there's a working bar here. And then... But so this is just a bar that decorated for Christmas and changed their menu. But it was still really fun. But yeah. I ordered the greatest cocktail of all time. And I mean, it tasted fine, but the name of it was the Christmopolitan.
0: Oh my gosh. Hysterical.
1: And I ordered it just because of the name and I just giggled, giggled. When yeah. I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it so much. And y'all just had the best time.
1: Love it. It's such a great, it's great. It's yeah. Just hanging out with your friend. So yeah. I, you know, I'm not saying anything groundbreaking here, but it's, it is being extremely disciplined about the things that, breathe life back into us. So time together, any time tonight on Xbox, time with even Lucy, my daughters, time just on the weekend and then working
0: hard. I think people need to hear that, that like there is a priority in your life to making space and having fun and resting that you have to put on your calendar as seriously as you put work on your calendar.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: I feel that way about exercise, Eddie. I feel like if I don't treat it on my calendar, like it's a meeting with someone else that I cannot cancel it, it will get canceled. And, but I have to keep the things on the calendar that actually make me a better Annie.
1: Absolutely. And you have to prioritize them over things that seem at the onset or outset. I I always get those mixed up, but the (gasps) onset
0: or outset at the onset or the outset, are they different?
1: Or is it on-site? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm never sure. Um, yeah, I've been
0: to on-site. It's not on-site. We'll get to that. But,
1: <laughs> like, it feels like, okay, I'm not going to work out today, or I'm not going to, we're going to skip date night and just plow through, and she's going right. to study. And somehow that seems, at, at the beginning, like, more noble. Like, mm-hmm. work, children, stuff like that has to take priority. But it really, for me at least, some people have a much higher threshold, but for me, if I don't, Goof around with my buddies tonight on Xbox and just giggle and tell, I mean, tell silly jokes and, you know, run around and shoot each other and junk like that, you know. Yeah. Anyway, Merry Christmas. That's this time of year, the whole balance thing. Cause even right. just Christmas, it is too much of a good thing in some ways. Right. And for people, this holiday is tremendously hard. It is just a reminder of loss or, you know, real loss or perceived loss or that things are not as they should be. It's like, it's very hard to really dial in this time of year to actually be a magical Advent season. Right. And for me, it's just, it's got to be pretty extra measures of, okay, Brienne's done with her semester. Yeah. Um, work is kind of calming down a little bit. I'm not podcasting as much and we're just we're just yeah. gonna breathe it.
0: I mean, this is the show that comes out two days after Christmas. And so when you look back on the whole year, first I need you to tell me what you what really bothered you about Christmas this year.
1: What bothered me about Christmas? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> go ahead and scrooge out because I know you've been needing to. People are two days past Christmas. They maybe are cleaning up. They're maybe still just with I'm headed today to go be with my family. Tell me what what really bothered you about Christmas. Well, I gotta tell you,
1: and I I'm going to really scrooge it up here, and I'm gonna hit on one of the fundamental institutions of Christmas here. Um, but and also if there are kids listening right now, you need to cover their ears. Oh, so there are been, a lot
0: of kids of art, my friends who listen. So okay. You know,
1: you've been warned, I'm about to wreck it. Um Santa Claus is a real pain.
0: Oh, listen, he was on the show last week. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll send you that one. He was on the show last week. He he's something. We even had a, an elf call in and make some demands. It was really something. But he, yeah, he's a pain, right?
1: The Number of questions, and I don't mind giving away the Christmas presents, right? And I don't mind like, okay, yeah, we were really excited about getting you X Y Z, but Santa gave it to you, so okay, sure. I don't mind that. It's the number of questions. I'm whispering because my daughters are in the other room. Sure, sure, it's sure. The number of questions that I have to field about like, well, will he come in? My, will he come into my room while I'm sleeping? I'm like, no one's coming into your, well, how do you know he's not coming in your room?
0: You're like, you let him in the house, dad. What's to say he's not going to like rifle through the kitchen, dad?
1: And this year we have a chimney. And so there's like. Oh boy, you've
0: really done it. You bought a house with a chimney.
1: And I got to tell you, I got to just, sometimes I want to say like, listen, pals. (laughs) I need need to fast forward you to fourth grade right now. Listen, little Um, girls. (laughs) It is not working. What for me.
0: grades are they in right now? Kindergarten and second? Is that right? First and second. Oh, first and second. Okay, they're only one yeah. step apart.
1: First and second. So they're deep in it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I would say that is my my biggest Grinch thing of just right now. Not to mention all of the other things that are just mandatory, uh, that that have become like a thing we have to do. Right. When I was Christmas was essentially like you just got out of school, then you did nothing, then it was Christmas morning. Yeah. I don't have? I don't have a memory. It wasn't but,
0: this amount of time. It just wasn't. It was
1: a whole thing. There's like two yeah. living nativities, and then this Christmas, and it's all lovely. It's just so. It's so much. It's like a. It's like how it used to be. Just oh, hey, this person's pregnant, and now they're gonna have a baby. Uh-huh. Now it's like ge- like gender reveal things. <laughs> and like yeah, there's lots of steps now. Yeah, like a whole to do.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That is the thing. Um. So Elf on the Shelf is the other one where you're just like, no, man, I'm not. I'm not going to add a whole entire thing. Yes, to freak you out and to like push you into some sort of behavioral submission.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have I have ai have two. There's two sides to my Elf on the Shelf coin. One side is the women who created it. I grew up with, so I've known them literally my whole life. Were they so tiny? It, yeah, they're the best. They were, it was, it's a mom and a daughter are technically who have their name on the books, but it was twin sisters. And, and I mean, they were just like the cool girls in the youth group. I adored them. They were identical twins. I just thought they were the coolest. So, on one, so one side of my elf on the shelf coin is, man, it is amazing to watch someone you know succeed at such a level.
1: Yes. Right? right. That they
0: have a float in the Thanksgiving Day parade. But then the other side is it feels like there's been a little bit of a, turn on Elf on the Shelf this year where people are, it has gotten to that point in culture where it is the middle of a lot of jokes.
1: Right. It went from cute mischievous to I, and I, I really don't want to like get too into it, but the SNL
0: sketch. Wow. The SNL sketch. Which, right.
1: Which was like, yeah. But you just go,
0: oh my gosh, my friends created a toy that they just did a Saturday Night Live skit about that we are not encouraging people to watch, but just saying it exists.
1: Yeah. And they are laughing on a bed of money. So I think they're fine. Yeah, but- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're fine. But also I've seen, there's this other like Delta Airlines was doing these things where all these people were dressing up like the elf and sitting around places. And I was like, oh, it stopped being a product that everyone built and start being like a culture staple or something yeah is that what happened to it
1: yeah it started to be it's just everything is there's the social uh it's it's really like the kids spread it right because like one kid will be like oh i heard that you know whoever's doing this are we going to do it off the shelf and then you're like well i want you to have the full experience like your friends uh-huh, are uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. or
1: i'm just gonna be the jerk and be like you know what no not this year
0: yeah
1: um speaking of not this year we're just gonna skip past the whole 12 days of christmas conversation
0: oh boy I know. We'll get
1: to it. We'll get to it next year.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. And the people have wanted us to do the, I mean, we were going to do the 12 Days of Christmas. We really are doing them next year. We didn't do them this year.
1: Right. And we're not, there's no no five golden rings. No. We're talking in code now. So either people are completely understanding this or not. or they're not.
0: There's no 11 Pipers piping. And there's no, to be fair, there's no Lords of Leaping either.
1: There's nothing. It just, we're just going to save it.
0: Yeah, we're just going to save it for 2019. (laughs) Eddie, I love when you come on the show once a year because I feel like it gives us a good year in review. But I also like when you tell us what you hated about the year. So can you start with what you hated about 2018?
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel like I want to launch into a tirade of just news stories and things, but I feel like that's not what we're going to do. What did I not not like? Annie, I... That's a really funny question because you're always so positive. So when right. I watch the, and I prepare for the interview, right. I'm like, oh, did
0: did like did anything happen? I mean, I know you went to Epcot. I can air a grievance here that we were in the same city and you didn't tell me till I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, but you were with your family. To be fair, you were doing holiday things with your family. I was 45 minutes away at work doing Christmas party things. I recognize we were both at things, but also I'm still airing a grievance publicly.
1: I want to tell you this because you are my friend. <laughs> I do not apologize. (laughs) I I feel not bad bad at all. I am fine. (laughs) I feel
0: 0% bad about this.
1: People don't understand about living in Florida. That Well, I guess they do understand this, but it is like from one side of Orlando to the other. Right. It's It's not close. It's like a whole thing. And uh, so it's basically, yeah, it was just not going to happen. But yes, it is hard to know that a good friend was so close. And it's a funny thing because sometimes we don't live in Orlando anymore. Right. The game.
0: Right. Uh, We're about to talk about that. Yeah.
1: And so uh you feel like you go to town and you have to see everyone and then you just realize like I'm not gonna see anyone and so you're just quietly sneaking in. Yes. out being like, We didn't
0: call whoever. And that just that just goes better when you don't post it on the internet where you are.
1: But but you I, had
0: to because of y'all you and one of your children, not Eve.
1: No, Lucy. Lucy yeah,
0: you and Lucy are dressing up every day of this month.
1: Wearing a tie right now. She's wearing dresses, I'm wearing a tie. Every day. Every day. Yeah, and it it is. um, Does she
0: have that many dresses? Surely she's repeating.
1: uh, She is repeating. She also really loves dresses. And And she has a sister.
0: So I bet they do some clothes sharing, yes.
1: It's doing just fine, yeah. And they're basically the same, close to the same size. So it works out for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're trying to raise money. You know, uh, people uh, maybe haven't heard of it, but Blythe Hill, who's awesome. Has she
0: ever been on your show? No. Uh Uh-uh. Should I have her?
1: Yeah, you should. She's a really good person. She's a really interesting... Oh, I don't
0: have those
1: on. She's a really cool, awesome artist. And she started Sember like, as this fashion challenge Uh a couple years ago. And it was just her. And the next year, it was like three of her friends. And then by like two years later, it was thousands of people all over the world raising millions of dollars. And so what they'll do is it's basically just a social media thing where you wear a dress or a tie... Every single day for the month of December, you post about it and people go to your online whatever and give money. And the money goes towards ending human trafficking. So they give IJM, like, it's, they've given us IJM like millions of dollars over the years. Like, seriously? oh, wow. Yeah, this is like no joke money. Um, and so they have just raised millions of dollars and they support IJM and A21 and a lot of local organizations. And right. So I, was telling, I interviewed Blythe and uh, I told Lucy. On
0: the new activist? The
1: new activist, yes, ma'am. Okay. And I told Lucy about it, and we were like, "Let's do it." So Eve is the photographer, and Lucy is uh, Lucy is the dress wearer with me. That so. is
0: just amazing.
1: This is the Epcot one just to hurt your feelings.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this must be an old picture," and then I was like, "Nope, that's today." <laughs> I am also in Orlando. <laughs> Here's what you underestimate about Enneagram sevens: you tell me you're 45 minutes from me, and I will find a way. I'll ride in the car for an hour and a half to hug you for 10 seconds.
1: You know, so I do actually appreciate it because most of the people around me are like that. And I feel like I get to just ride the wave of really kind people who will do. (laughs) Are not this. I care for you. I am not going to do this. Yeah,
0: um, I'll tell you one thing that I think you and I are both grateful that twenty eight team seems to have gotten better about is I feel like male pastors aren't wearing those long black T shirts as much anymore. Tell me more about that. Where they weren't. Have you noticed that? Long black t-shirts? Oh, yeah, Eddie. Just really long black t-shirts and black jeans. They were just wearing like down to their knees, like Justin Bieber length. And it just felt like that's really calmed down.
1: Yeah. I feel like like Carl Lenz sort of sets a trend, doesn't he?
0: Yes, he does. That is his job.
1: But he's like actually very cool and very handsome. And he's usually yeah? the first one. Do
0: you know him? Is he cool? I mean, I interviewed
1: him a few times and he couldn't be more lovely.
0: Yeah. Oh, good.
1: He complimented me. About he's like, oh, I know you. You wrote an article for Relevant about whatever, and I was so flattered. I just said thank you, but I didn't write it. I absolutely did not. Write it. I
0: was so. Taken <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I, I, you just let it. You just let it ride.
1: Yeah, because I know who did write it, and I was like, eh, they wouldn't care. And I was like, thanks so much, man. I really <laughs> appreciate that. He's like, yeah, you're a really good writer. And I was like, oh, dude, that means a lot to me. I mean, I fully own. I had, I didn't write that thing. Yeah. But you know. It's so neat to be on the phone with them. <laughs> right. You're like, thank
0: you so much. Okay. So I think your writing publicly in 2018 did not happen very much, correct?
1: No, I don't think it did. I wrote some stuff for IJM and I wrote a bunch of like sermony kind of things for mm-hmm. IJM. But mm-hmm. that was most of my writing, which right. I feel like I talked about this last year.
0: That you were going to.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I didn't. That's,
0: I wanted to bring that up.
1: Well, thanks oh. for bringing up failure.
0: <laughs> so I just wonder if next year, I just want to look ahead for a minute to 2019 and say, now that y'all have moved, and I want you, that's what we're going to go next is talk about big changes in 2018. But now that y'all have moved and kind of settled into a new life, do you see yourself writing some more? Because I do really miss your writing.
1: Now, listen, that is very nice of you to say.
0: <laughs> I mean it. I love your writing.
1: I really appreciate that. I would like to write. I'm having a little bit of a hard time figuring out where to, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what
1: I mean? Because uh, uh, I just don't really have a good. You don't
0: have a blog that you could still just hit up again?
1: Who wants to do a. Bl- who wants? Oh to man, read it?
0: I think it's the thing in 2019. It's one of my predictions. Blogging. I think blogs are going to come back. Yeah, because there's just a world of people who miss the long form writing that that Instagram isn't isn't really a, made for. And a lot of people in my circle are kind of going back and wondering if a daily little writing thing is what they want to do or a weekly.
1: Can I tell you my idea? that I've, And this yeah. is not a jokey idea. This is a thing that I really cannot tell. And you're really good at this stuff. So you tell me if this is a good idea or terrible. I want to do a newsletter, but that is like straight up like a piece of paper. You photocopy 50 of them or 100 of them.
0: <gasps> and you just pass them out.
1: No, it's just mail. You sign up for mail. You're
0: gonna mail people newsletters. <laughs> you know what? That I actually might really work. <laughs> people might really love that.
1: Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? If you went out to your mailbox today and you got like, and I knew wisdom. once
0: a month I was gonna get just a one piece of paper folded three times.
1: Yeah, and I write an article. Maybe this month is about I don't know Advent or how like dance my how I like to dance or whatever like whatever it is, and it's just a like it's just like a folded up. It's like a piece of paper folded in three your name on it. Just like uh-huh. old school, like sending out the okay. Boy Scout.
0: How much are you going to charge for it? What are you going to ask for it? Because you need to... That is a labor of love. People who get that in the mail are going to say, yeah, I'm glad I paid for that. But you're talking once a month, so you're going to ask like $5? Well,
1: I feel like the cost of a stamp. So it's Okay, like so a dollar. Yeah, I feel right.
0: like... Well, you're going to go poor so fast.
1: I'm not trying to make money here.
0: Okay, you're just trying to provide. Just give a service.
1: <laughs> That's the thing that I really like. That's my favorite thing about social media. It's just... I, I like... I like the information and yeah. the thought just being freely available and podcasts. Okay.
0: So here's an interesting thing though Tish Oxenrider, who is one of my very favorite writers as well and an incredibly smart businesswoman, okay. keeps talking about online how we need to quit posting our best content on rented space. For example, Instagram. The minute Instagram goes away, all of that content that we created is gone. Huh. But on our own websites or as you in on your mailed newsletter, we are creating content on, the, on places that we own, owned spaces. And so I think that's playing into people wanting to go back a little bit to their blog as well. And podcasting, like things that you own, that you can control. Because if I put all my beans in the Instagram bucket, I'm not guaranteed that's going to last forever.
1: That is very interesting. You think you just, but do you think people would just read a blog? I mean, people would read yours. I don't know. I year. think
0: they would read yours if, uh, yeah, I think they would read yours. We'll just get people to tell us when you guys are listening. Just, just make a note to Eddie on Twitter if you would read his blog, or if you'd like to get a <laughs> a mailed newsletter.
1: <laughs> right. If you'd like, you know what? Though I, it's back to one of my most satisfying experiences, which was I was in charge of, and you could have probably figured this out, but I was in charge of the. uh my Boy Scouts uh, monthly newsletter.
0: But you were a Boy Scout to you're an Eagle Scout. So you were the whole way through.
1: I did. Yeah, thank you. Um, And I open it up. I really love that. Okay, I know I say this every single show, but we're 25 (laughs) minutes in and I still keep thinking. (laughs) Have we started? When are we starting?
0: Yeah, when when are we going to start things?
1: This is what we do, and we got to stop talking about me because I have questions for you, Andy. Okay. And you okay. have to stop hosting for a second and just allow yourself to be hosted.
0: <laughs> we'll see, but you keep going for now.
1: But yeah, I would be in charge, so I would open up a Paint Shop. Do you remember that program? Yes. Yes. I would yes. Put, put in Disk at one yep. to open up <laughs> yep. to open up the program. And then at some point, I'd have to switch to Disk two, and I would write all the news ha- that happened that week in Troop three twenty. I would take care of like what was coming up, coming up birthdays, camping trips that were happening. Mm-hmm. I don't. In my life, if I've ever enjoyed a project creatively as much as that, and you're like, "There's something to that, right?" Right. So maybe nostalgic.
0: Hi, friends! Just interrupting this end of the year review with Eddie Cougholds to tell you about my friends over at the Church Home app. We're always seeing headlines about tech: is it helpful or is it hurting us? That kind of thing, and. The fact is, it can do both. That is absolutely true in my life. I have taken a break from Instagram stories, from watching them the last couple of weeks for Advent, and I can totally see that I'm missing some great things. But also, I've my time has changed, and how I'm using my time is different. It's it's been a really interesting things on our phones. We can be connected to anyone, anywhere, but but it's finding those actual meaningful, positive connections and tuning out all the negative noise and. I think the Church Home Global app is another great way to do that. What I love about Church Home is that it's not about excluding people, it's about, and it's not about being perfect. It's about being together where everyone is welcome. Church Home was started 25 years ago with the belief that it isn't so much about the place but about the people, and so that's the thinking behind their new Church Home Global app, where you can connect with people all around the world and have honest discussions and create meaningful relationships all from your phone. With Church Home Global, you'll always have access to a positive space and a strong community. There's a great feature called the Daily Spark, which is just a quick way to start your morning positively with inspiration from Judah and Chelsea Smith, who are the pastors, and so much more productive than getting, you know, sucked into Instagram. So join me today on the Church Home Global app. Download the free Church Home Global app available at the App Store or Google Play, or you can text podcast to five 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 eight eight eight. That's Church Home, C-H-U-R-C-H-O-M-E Global, available on the App Store or Google Play, or just text PODCAST to 555-888. What a great way to start your year being a part of Church Home Global. So now back to my conversation with Eddie. Okay, now what questions would you like to ask? Because then I want you to tell us about y'all moving to Gainesville because that's a big twenty eighteen thing.
1: Yeah. I, I would just like to know how your year was. I'd like to know how you're doing, and I'd like to know, like, as you look back on this year, as you start to like this is what we do sort of the end of the year, right? We start yes, to put
0: That's why you're here. we you're the recap show of the year.
1: I know. I feel lucky. I feel like so many people I, I just I can't how many times do I got to do this show? And I just feel Two, really
0: lucky. Approximately too many. I don't know exactly the number, but you have too many episodes.
1: That hurt me a little tiny bit. Because <laughs> like, as a four, I'll roll that around in my Jokes,
0: head. Jokes. Oh, my gosh. I would never ask you back if I didn't want you back. You did not insist this. I insisted on this. So that's what you should roll <laughs> around in your head. Okay. Um, you know, you remember last January, I went to Onsite for a week? I do. And when I think back on my year, I think about all the ways that that shaped my entire year. And so I think it made my, you know, remember God came out this year, which has been really fun. I got to travel a lot, which is really fun. I went back to Scotland. I went to China. Like I just had a a pretty extraordinarily lucky year as far as things I got to do. And you know what I did the other day, Eddie? I sat down, I was at an event in Chicago about a month ago. And I sat down and I made a list. No, sorry. It was when I was in Orlando. It was when, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) It was when I was in Anaheim, California. And I decided just to make a list of all the new friends I made in 2018. Mm. Because I just thought, I want to list all the, because if you make one new friend a year, you're doing pretty well. And so I just listed the couple of friends that I've made this year that I feel like are life friends. Yeah. And then I listed the places I'd been that i had never been before. Because you know what started happening is I made the list and there were like four things on each. And then I and then I just was like, in my journal, I was like, you know what, Lord, thank you so much. You know what, I forgot her. And I added one more friend. You know what, I forgot I got mm. to go there. It's like once you start listing and really thinking through, then you go, oh my gosh, it's not just him, it's his two sisters. Oh, it's not just that place, it's who I met there that's going to let me go to that place in the future, you know?
1: Yeah, we kind of miss those data points, don't we? Because right. we just are so, like, there's so, there's things that stand out as like, so glaringly, like, that thing, that,
0: yeah.
1: that success, that perceived failure, that yeah. moment, that book, that work thing, like, but there was a lot in the, in the, in between that happened. There was a, a woman that wrote, um, gosh, The Happiness Project. Have you heard yeah. of it?
0: Yeah, She was just on Jen Hamaker's show a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yes, that's right. And I just, yeah. she's about to be on, um, Jessica Honiger's show. That's how I just listened oh, to good. the, just listened to the interview. Anyhow, You know the idea is like you write down something every single day, right? And you go back in the year, and it's just shocking the amount of stuff that you really captured. Mm -hmm. But I will say about you and your year, and I, uh, I'm sorry if this is overstepping, and I.
0: (laughs) You're gonna be like, I start listing out things I've done wrong this year. I'm sorry if this is overstepping, but up close, I saw this.
1: Well, a little bit though, because like this time last year, right before on site, like when we were doing this show. You were tired. Yeah, I, like I wanted this show to happen just so you could be done. Do, right, do you know what I mean? Right. Like you were happy yeah. and laughing, but at the same time, it was just oh,
0: yeah, like, it was heavy. Yeah,
1: heavy, heavy. A, a year ago, and it feels like a. It feels like the the clouds have lifted. A, it a, is a like bit. that,
0: but it doesn't feel like this. Like. Because of a certain amount of books that sold or because of a certain amount of dates or because of a certain amount of things, times I was on stages. It's genuinely like, oh, I changed my health direction. And what they say about it on-site is your life changes two degrees because of on-site, not 180 degrees. But over time, that two degrees changes your life. totally. And that is what I feel is that I feel in their analogy is something like, if you're in Antarctica and you get on a boat, you can end up in the U.S. Or if you change directions two degrees, you can end up in the U.K. And it just feels like I'm watching myself float farther away from the version of me that got tired for the reasons I got tired last fall.
1: I have got to divert from this because you yes. have hit on one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, my which gosh. Is tell me everything. Nautical-themed transportation metaphors. <laughs> like, you love it. Oh, anytime. Anytime we have anything to do with a boat. <laughs> Why? Why? Well first of all I just need to I like I'm drawn to the water. Okay. I there is I am happiest on a boat. If Brie and I are ever going out to dinner we're just trying to find a place next to the water. Yeah. Even if it's just a junky Italian place on a lake. That's where we'd rather be. Yeah. But man there's something like when you're like oh man you're you're sailing and you're 2 degrees difference and you either end up in Antarctica or whatever, San Diego. You're right. like, oh, that that really resonates in my soul. <laughs> right. but like, And you're like, it takes like a mile and a half to stop a barge and those kinds of things. Oh, I
0: didn't know now, that. It takes a mile and a half to stop a barge?
1: Yeah. If it's going <gasps> full speed, it takes quite a while. And so that's one of those things that like every time I preach on Sabbath and rest, you're like, the practice of Stopping is not simply going to bed at fifth gear and hoping you wake up in first. Yes. you got to pr- you got to prepare the entire machine. Yeah. to be able to slow down enough to mm-hmm. make it into port. Yeah, but gosh, that's one of my. F- you, you know you have that's beautiful. Eight- Hold on a second. Well, you you can keep this in the recording, but it's time for me to parent. Hey, even Lucy, can you be slightly quieter while I'm recording the conversation with Miss Downs? Oh, thank me. you, Miss Downs. <laughs> Yeah, we, we go proper We're names in the family. So respectable. What am, I, what am I have them call you Annie?
0: Yeah, I wish. That, That'd work for me. No
1: way. <laughs> Miss, Miss Downs, unless you say Why otherwise. Not Miss
0: Annie? That's like Southern. No, no, no. Y'all new. don't do that. It's either Miss Downs or me going, oh, girls, now that I've met you, I'm Annie.
1: You may call me Annie, but until that, okay. Miss Downs. Okay. But I mean, well, I should
0: wait till I meet them then.
1: Oh, that there are people, like that rule has been instilled in me when I was young. I, I still, there are people that I still call Mr. and Miss whatever because they've never corrected it.
0: By their last name? Yeah. Oh, because I have like my mom's friends, like one of my mom's dearest friends that I grew up with, all the kids. I, I still call her Miss Janet. Like I'll never call her anything but Miss Janet.
1: Yeah. If I am friends with the adult that I'm speaking to, yes. if, they're, if I'm friends with their child, okay. does that make sense? Yes. yes so, yes. like the parent of a friend, yep. I'll never switch over and just be like, oh, Joel, nice to see you. It right. will always be Mr. Whatever. Okay. You know?
0: wow. I, can't, I can't do Great. that. Super. Anyhow. So, okay. thanks for so, listening to me, parent. That's your no, I like it. I that's it's that's real life. I don't have a parent <laughs> in here in my office. <laughs> no. Um, oh, I love it. Okay, so yeah, th- so that's my year. That's that was it. Is I feel like I I spent the whole year putting the brake on the barge.
1: <laughs> so, what do you think? Like, see, you're really hit deep in the soul. Another I know. Nautical, a nautical metaphor, everything I know. It,
0: you brought it to me.
1: It's one of my, my things as Which a writer. My real
0: I, question is, have you watched Megalodon, the movie yet? The Meg. No. If you love water movies, it is. Isn't it scary? I mean, it's mostly stupid. But it's like Shaw, it's like, mm, if you took Jaws and you just made the, yeah, if you just took Jaws and you made it, uh, you added um, Dwight Schrute and, from Dunder Mifflin and you made it a Megalodon instead of a normal like shark. Yeah, that's what you got.
1: With a little bit of Handmaiden's Tale, right in I don't know. Tale. I don't and know it,
0: but I don't know that show. But I believe you.
1: Yeah, it was a very weird joke. You yeah, have not seen that show. someday <laughs> you're gonna watch it and go like, "Ew, why did you? Why
0: did Eddie Why say would that? you?
1: Why <laughs> would you brought that up? It's such a wild show."
0: <laughs> so yeah, so I, it's but it's nautical is what I'm saying is there's a lot of water involved.
1: Big update: my brother's in. I just got a text, so we're good to go. We'll be on tonight. At eight oh good. Oh, Call oh of good. Duty. Good.
0: Good. Good. Everybody can hop on and try to find you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's you're, right.
0: His his handle is edward or eddie stone cold 42
1: (laughs) yeah right okay (laughs) so that's a little bit of 2018 yeah um how you feeling about i mean i you're trying to rest a little bit over christmas are you going to have some breathing room before you yeah i'm taking those
0: yeah i'll take the week off between christmas and new year's we have a new employee starting and um a full-time employee in nashville which is really exciting and so we have spent the week before christmas kind of getting her ready and then she'll jump in real hard in January. And so it it won't be as restful as next January will be, or as next Christmas will be, only because I have to download a lot into her. But that's good, and that's part of the deal. But yeah, next year, you know what's interesting about next year, Eddie, is I'm really good at doing about three things in my job, and there's a fourth thing I want to do. And so one of those three things needs to take a break. And so... I think you know this, but I'm taking next fall off of speaking. I won't be traveling at all from July to December. I don't totally know what God has for that. I know that I know what obedience looks like, but I don't totally know what He has for it. But part of it is if I want to build anything new, some of the things I have to make space. And there's some new stuff I want to build. So I want some new stuff I want to try. And so I'm going to do some of that the back half of next year. It feels like it's going to be a more solid, restful year than I've had in a while.
1: Are you still doing the show for that? Yeah, of time?
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll still do. The so show.
1: you'll keep you'll keep the show.
0: Yeah, I just won't be gone on weekends for a while.
1: Man, but that is a ball game, isn't it? There's something about packing a bag, getting on a plane. I mean, even if it's like a wonderful event and it's just yeah, perfect, yeah, with inc- incredible people, and God is clearly in the room and everything. Like it's still real, real
0: hard. It's a, that's a, you know, the interesting thing, you're going to know this about me, but my Enneagram Seven ness is that I, when I'm feeling any degree of unhealthy, I'm way more um, gas than (laughs) brake. And I'm way more go, go, go. And so even when I was at dinner with my friends last night, I was like, actually, I'm going to have to get y'all to hold me accountable in that I don't go on trips every weekend. You know, like that, that being off the road means, okay, for three months, I do not leave Nashville. This isn't the time to go visit so-and-so and and go visit so-and-so and and go see the city I've never seen. God's asked me to be home and I need to be, be true to that.
1: Differentiate between that. Cause to me that it seems magical to be able to just hop in your car and drive, you know, three hours North to Kentucky and hang out, whatever. What's the difference in your like soul that is just about staying home? Does that, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I don't know that I totally know. It's moving fast. It's I've got to get to this, to this, to this. It's okay. I'm gone for two days, and I'm back for thir- three mm. days, and did it. I think there's some of the speed of that in my life. I just want my life to slow down a little mm. bit, and then I think I'll be back to speaking in 2020. I can't imagine that if that this is done by any means because I love it and it's really fun. I think it just may look different to mm. make sure I can I can be who I need to be seven days a week. You know. And so I just feel a little the discipline of like, what if you just literally stayed home? Like, what if you didn't take this as a chance of like, I have a season off from traveling for work. Let's travel for fun.
1: Yeah, and and you just know that about yourself.
0: I think so, right? Yeah,
1: like for some people, travel there are certain times in their life where it's like they need nothing more than to just get get out and go do something. That's right. But literally, it's been yeah. You just know that's going to interrupt your chi.
0: Yeah, I started traveling full time like two to three weekends a month, the fall of 2012 and have not stopped. And so mathematically that is literally seven years. And so there, and there's something about like every seven years, the fields are supposed to rest, you know? And so I just have to trust God for the financial stability of that and trust God for the worries that that brings up in me about disappearing for a semester and, And I mean, I'm not disappearing. I'm still gonna have the show, but the show, but you know, just not getting to meet people. Like I love getting to meet people and and trusting that the ways that this that part of this job fills me up will be filled up and by something else that God has.
1: I have a friend, a family actually, Teddy and Emily Ray, and they do something as a family, and and by a family, I think they have a bunch of kids. Yeah, he was like a pastor at a church. Every seven years, they straight up quit their And they've only done it once, but they're going to, I mean, I think they're going to do it again. They like sell their house, leave their jobs, move. And they went to Spain for a year Oh wow! and they were like, worked as missionaries and it basically like reset the clock of their family. They speak of that year in almost reverent terms. It was just so beautiful for their family. And they come back and some of it, they pick up where they left off and you know, he's, kind of return to that church and stuff like that but some of it was just gone like that yeah. was just in that 7 years that's what existed but it is sort of like that's partially why I love I love moving you know you just kind of get this like all right what what friends yep. are really going to stick around yeah. who are the people that are really in it with me what stuff do I need to bring what habits do I want to leave there yeah. like what it's just all the stuff so I'm proud of you for forcing the issue I guess is yeah, what I'm, I'm getting trying. to because I think it's I bet it will be hard
0: I think it will be, too, because I just said to somebody, oh, well, next fall, I can do this and this and this and this, and then I just felt that little thing in my guts of like, oh, the Lord didn't tell me not to speak. The Lord told me to be home, and that's two different things. Like, by obeying the what I think I heard the Lord say of like, you want to be home next fall, is not—he didn't just say don't speak. He said be home, and I went like, oh, you're—oh, this is one of those tricky things where you're doing something I didn't see coming. right. So, so it makes me interested in what next year will be.
1: It is very interesting, right? It, well, that is that is very interesting. And what happens when you lose the? I mean, I, I imagine you know will will people still be there in January when you're right ready to travel again? Right. Well, you know, will you miss the applause? You know, like right. all of the things right. that come with the opportunity that you get. But good for you for taking some breathing room. Well,
0: we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, you know the the reality of it is if I heard God right and I'm obeying, then it honors him. And if I heard God wrong and I'm obeying what I thought he said, it honors him. (laughs) And he will fix it. He will make it right. Us trying to obey him is the biggest goal, not not being perfect in every way. And so this is just me trying.
1: That is the thing. I feel like sometimes we just are really worried about like, does God want me to turn left? Does God want me to turn right? Does God want me to do this? I'm kind of like, I just think God doesn't care about as much stuff as we care about. Yeah. It's sort of like, travel, don't travel. But just here's the things that generally I need you to make yeah. sure you're doing. Yeah. I need you to make sure you're like caring for your neighbor, that yes. you're not being s- <laughs> yes. slovenly, that you're, you know, being obedient, that you're, you know, all of the things that are like core and fundamental. And part of it is just like, you know, if you were just going to stay in Nashville and just do nothing and wallow, well, that's, I'm like, that's ah, not buddy, it. That's yeah. un- no, 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 you're still, you're still going to be doing your whole thing. That's Just right. not getting on as many planes. You're just taking that's some right. breathing room. Yeah, and that's what like, people have
0: said. Are you taking a sabbatical? I was like, no, I'm going to work five days a week. Yeah. It's just going to be Monday through Friday instead of Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're going to work on your newsletter. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to get, get that gonna, out. How else will we get that out? Like, we need to, if I don't have myself full-time in this chair... Get it done.
1: <laughs> you got to go down to Kinkos. You got to okay, make yeah, two thousand right. copies. You got to. I gotta get, it down.
0: There's got to be a folding machine. We either need to invent it or it already exists. No, there's, there's a, folding,
1: a folding. Well, machine. I mean, I know there's a folding machine at Grace United Methodist because yeah. I used to use it when I was their college minister. Oh, there we so, go. Okay. Uh, at least there's one in the world. I don't know if they invented it or if it's an actual tool.
0: Okay, now you tell me. Looking back on 2018, you moved to a brand new city. Yeah. Your wife started grad or law school. Yeah. I mean, so did y'all spend the whole year making that decision?
1: Oh no, we spent. 15 years making that decision. I mean, I I think there's just concentric circles of people who we talked to about it. But with this one, it was pretty tight because it's her thing, you know, and Mm. she's been kind of thinking about the law and law school for years. And she's like a successful private practice counselor, did a great job, was really helpful to people, enjoyed it. But there's always just this thing in the back of her mind. It was like, I'd love to go to law school someday. And I mean, I was certainly not rushing her because I was like, well, you'll figure it out or yeah, not. And yeah. and just this summer she um started to just, you know, she bought like an LSAT book and started studying for the LSATs, then did 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 well on the LSATs. And it didn't surprise me because I just know she's very smart. But you know, it's like if you're taking these tests, it's like a very intimidating big test. And right. she did well on it. And then um, you know, at that point, we're like, it's like I I know it because everything came like crashing down in a good way on the 4th of July. At this point, we're like, oh, okay, well, you took the LSAT, so, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Like, we're still in that kind of cycle that we've been in for a long time, which is we'll just keep thinking about it. We'll Mm -hmm. pray about it. Mm -hmm. But it just sort of felt like, okay, maybe maybe apply to the local school. And she got into the local school. And then, and you're going to need to watch this, Annie, because I know you're going to want to start dogging me.
0: Okay. But
1: she also was like, you know, I think. I mean, like, I have the grades to get into the University of Florida. Yeah. And while I know you do not love the Gators, it is far and away the best law school in Florida. And one of the best public schools um, in the nation. And it was like... Well, I mean, you got... And it was sort of like, you got to try, right? Right. Because it's sort of that... We've got the opportunity. Right. There isn't... We have a very rare opportunity because I am... I work remotely, so I could move. Right. And we were both like, well, let's just try. And then... I mean, she got into the University of Florida. And again, I was not surprised. I think she was like kind of surprised, but also just, we were both like, holy smokes. Right. And we were like, we can do this. So yeah. we rented out a house in Orlando. And we got a house in Gainesville and moved our kids. And I'm telling you, we did everything we, from the day she got accepted to UF to the day that classes started. It was like 28 days.
0: Oh my God. And gosh. in
1: that time, we rented a house, bought a house, moved everything got our kids enrolled in the new school, set up shop. And I mean, we were like, I mean, unpacked, ready to go, hanging stuff on the wall. And August 13th, Breanne and both of the girls started school in Gainesville. And we started kind of a new life up here.
0: So you literally did half a year in Orlando and half a year in Gainesville.
1: Almost exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's been crazy. I mean, it's been a real change of pace up here in Gainesville. How'd y'all
0: find a church? <laughs>
1: You really get to the heart of it, don't you? Ann? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, church shopping is brutal. It's and brutal. Even just the name church shopping, I think I want to discipline myself for saying that because I don't even like the idea of shopping. But it really makes you think, like, very on a very fundamental basis. Or for us, it did at least. It's like, what is level one critical? We have to have this in a church, and. What's all the other stuff that it would be nice? And what's the stuff that we're just not willing to, to deal with? And, you know, in a big city like Orlando, there's just a lot of churches. In Gainesville, there aren't... I mean, it's it's a big-ish city, but it's not huge. Right. Um, there's only, like, the two popular churches in town and then just a zillion other corner churches. Okay. And so for us, it was really... We wanted good, solid preaching. We wanted a pretty simple congregation of just... I, I just didn't want thousands of people. And I didn't want zillions of programs. I didn't want a budget that was bigger than IJM's budget. I oh, wanted just that's good. right? A, a lot of priorities. I wanted a church that just had pretty simple priorities. And and we wanted some friends there, and we wanted some diversity there. And we also needed it to be a place where the role of women in the church would be honored. I want my daughters to be able to be priests if they feel so inclined. Um, and people listening to this will disagree and that's totally fine.
0: That's totally fine. That's right. You're allowed to make your list and so are they
1: right. And people much smarter than me would disagree. And I totally cool with that. But for me and for us, I wanted a place that was, you know, it's just, it's all the factors for us. It's like, it's gotta be affirming. It's gotta be da da da. And so we found a, uh, a little Anglican church and I'm really drawn to very high church, liturgical church. That's, that's kind of my scene. And, uh, And we're at this little tiny Anglican church, and there's like 40 people. Our family's reading the Advent thing this Sunday.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? Are like getting up on the stage?
1: Oh yeah, it's like a really cute little church, and there's like little. It's like the kids come with us, but my favorite part of it is, is that, um, like many Anglican and Episcopal churches, the the kids are there with us in the beginning, and we sing a little bit. And during the sermon, they go for like a little children's lesson time out in another room and they have like a little craft and all that kind of stuff. But then they come back and we take communion together. And that for me was the weekly communion. I mean, taking communion every week was pretty important um, for for us. And then also just that the kids would be a part of that with us. So um, it was the simple stuff. But after having worked in a church for so long, it's actually that simple stuff that is pretty critical to me. Yeah. So.
0: That's how we found it. So you did it. Okay. It was hard. How have you made friends there? Have have you made most of your friends through church? Well, (laughs) and I have
1: not made it. I have not made a lot. Darn it. If you're not really getting (laughs) to the core of the onion here, Downs, all of a sudden I'm at on-site on a microphone. Um (laughs) 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 Um, it has not come easily. It has not been um
0: Yeah, because you work from home. So there's not like breeze meeting people at in class, probably.
1: Yes, totally. And so we have a couple friends that I actually went to college with and I love them and I get to see them Um, and they're up here and so it's been fun to hang with them and then Brianne has a friend but it is hard because I have, this is weird, I kind of have a hard time making new friends. So I've got like this Mm -hmm. group of folks that I love but I'm also realizing like I want to be able to deepen the bench because like, that's like three guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're not like, they've got their own lives. They're all like busy people and I want to be able to like but I have not uh, I have not quite figured that out yet.
0: Okay. All right. I, well, I like, do not know. <laughs> Isn't is that know. weird? I, no, I don't it's not automatic it's for me to make friends. I, I don't really know how to really do I think that's really normal to the experience of being a human is it is not easy. It is not just pure easy to make friends. Yeah. So I think that's really normal.
1: But I also feel lucky that we didn't come into Gainesville ice cold. Like there was just, you know, the Smith family and the McCready's and the, all these, you know, there's a couple different families that mm-hmm. are like people that like really love them. And yes, and, you know, we'll be here on Christmas Day and we're going to like all to get together on Christmas Day and spend good time together. And oh, so I feel, great. oh, and our neighbors. And I don't feel like I don't have to name check everybody, but we did, we have some neighbors a couple doors down and they're super sweet. So it's been a slow burn, but it's also a little bit of mourning because now that I'm actually saying it out loud and we're just doing the therapy, the narrative therapy, and I'm <laughs> just saying it, I actually ha- have a pretty decent group of friends up here, but I left in Orlando some of my closest friends ever. Sure. People yeah. that were like, each other's house every Wednesday night, come heck or high water, yeah. sitting on the front porch, really chatting it up, accountability, right. the whole deal.
0: How long did you live there?
1: Oh, since 2009. Right. And before that, for a couple of years, and have known some of these people since I was in high school mm-hmm. and middle school. Mm-hmm. So there was just deep, deep roots there. And here there's like growing roots. So it's yeah. good. It's just it was, that was been the most transitional partner. It hasn't been. Terrible, but it's been different. We're really talking about me a lot on
0: this. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right here. That's I We wanted to recap of 2018.
1: No, I think we're fine. We Let's move on. We also really <laughs>
0: talked about Elf on the Shelf. So we had that working for us too.
1: Elf on the Shelf, how I'm pretty much over Santa Claus.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's not over you, write. but that's personal. That's between y'all, how you handle that.
1: He's not over me.
0: Hey, who are you having on the, yeah, he's not over you. He still cares about you.
1: Annie, I know what you're about to ask, and you're about to ask me who's on The New Activist. Yes, and who's I on was The New go- Activist. I was going to keep it a secret <gasps> Oh. because I, I kind of wanted it to be a thing. Okay. But I also realized there's literally no one in the world better to talk to about this, so I'm going to tell you. Oh, my gosh. Um, we've got some really good guests coming up okay. on the the season starts again, January 3rd. Okay. Uh, Michael Ware, you know, Michael, oh, he was on the show.
0: We love him here. He saved the day at midterm elections. I literally called him as like, Michael, I need you on the show tomorrow to talk with my friends and I about midterm. He's like, done.
1: Yeah. He's I the need, best. I need to talk because we have really shied away from politics on The New Activist. Yeah. Uh, New Activist, if people haven't heard it, it's a show that basically talks to people who are engaging in the, the front lines of justice all around the world. And I need I need Michael's perspective on how to handle yeah. a toxic political climate. No matter what yes. side of the aisle you're on, yes. there's no there's nobody that's really into this right now. So no. I need to talk to him.
0: Aren't you glad he's like 30? So we have like 40 more years of his wisdom.
1: I know, and he's I'm just so a, glad. He's like a very nice man. Um, very nice. We're gonna talk to the Brilliance, one of my favorite bands. Yeah. They just they just oh, did a gosh. series of songs um, about. They just did a whole series of music that they wrote songs about like different issues that are happening. One of which was immigration but january 3rd the show is back with ben higgins
0: you're ki- wait wait yes, are you yes. joking i am not the you- bachelor
1: that's right ben higgins you're
0: kicking off your season about and a podcast about justice with the bachelor. You're gonna have to explain.
1: Um, no, that's it. I just I'm in the bachelor nation and I just wanted to talk to him. No, really, it, no. He has Oh, started, I was like,
0: oh my gosh, how cool.
1: He has basically leveraged his entire platform to start a company called Generous Coffee.
0: Oh, I saw that. I saw it on his Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's so shocking because he's so famous yeah. that he's like. He's going all in to really help people be more generous. and oh, I love like, it. but and coffee is just the beginning of it. I mean, he really has this idea that he's going to leverage all of his famousness yeah. for, and I mean, he's like very, very famous. yeah, like it's like enough people that like, I mean, it's crazy amount of people that but that he's going all in and leveraging it all to try to help people take steps towards generosity. I really don't try to have famous people on The New Activist unless it's really deserving, but I have been... I mean, Ben's interview is awesome and he's a really good, kind man. And so, will you accept this, Rose? Yeah. (laughs) so January 3rd. I'm, oh,
0: I love that so much. Man, I can't wait. Okay, so everyone, let's go ahead. I mean, most of my friends probably are, but if you aren't, let's go ahead and subscribe to New Activists, just because I want that. I want Ben Higgins to drop into my life on January 3rd. <laughs>
1: That's what I, <laughs> I want. Know I know you do. I, I was... That was me filtering about 10,000 jokes sure, and just completely sure. shutting it all down. For yes. Sure. That's
0: yeah. great. And
1: you're so sweet. And uh, can we... It, I would be remiss. I mean, a year ago, we had just launched the was it a year ago? The Christian the Cap Project, Christian Appalachian oh, Project yes. episode with you.
0: Yes. And then Oh my gosh, I, I love them so much, Eddie. Do you know that we actually this month in December, the first round of Imagination Library books got delivered to kids that my friends paid for, the money that we raised. So we they they ended up raising over twenty thousand dollars. They needed 10. We raised over 20. And then we ended up providing books for something like 500 kids over the next five years are going to get Imagination Library. How cool is that?
1: That is incredible. It's I, incredible. I mean, you you, you got to pause for a second. We got a real parenting moment here. Okay. I'm sorry. Eve, come here for a second. Is there something you need?
0: Yeah, sorry. Tell her two At more 4.30, minutes.
1: we will leave for the library. Yeah, we'll leave for the yeah. library in just a minute. Why don't you get your books together and your shoes and socks on, and I'll be ready.
0: Eve knows. She knows the clock.
1: I love you. Okay, you can close the door, and let me finish with Miss Downs, and then uh, oh we will go. Annie, sorry, but We
0: hit the exact minute. She knew. Yeah, I know.
1: I do really respect that about her. I totally stepped on everything you said, and we just blew it away. But I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. You had to parent, And we're at our time. We're exactly what we said we would do. Well, and,
1: and I, what I love about Eve and Lucy is, at, and then, I mean, there's seven and six. Yeah. But already at this point, I'm like, hey, girls, will you remind me that I have to get a package of pot roast seasoning for yeah. Grandma and Grandpa for the thing this weekend? And then I completely forget it. I don't write it down anywhere. And there without fail... Right. Hey, Dad. You said we have to go to Publix today on the way home like
0: yes <laughs> this is amazing it's brilliant okay so let me just finish telling you that's the amazing thing about cap is we've yes. you know we're we've done that thing we could like we introduced them to my friends who listen to the podcast and everybody jumped in and cared for them and we're the goal is to for me to get up there in january or february and meet some of the kids who are getting the books and be able to show our friends online the books that they've given to all these kids and then we're going to um we're going to continue to partner with them in 2019 it's one of the big goals of the year. So, thank you again for introducing me. I'm I, it's just been such a joy.
1: See, but no, I like you thanked me sufficiently. But like I mean it. A year ago, I put you guys on an interview together, but the fact that you and I will say also you and your team. I mean, there's a lot of people that work to get the whole yeah. thing happening, right? Yeah. And their team, there are a lot of people that picked up the ball and just said I mean, kind of like we were just talking about with Ben, like we're going to leverage you know, your, I mean, popularity, I, I know you get like uncomfortable with that, but like you're the whole, f- the whole thing. Yeah. For the sake of people that are really needing help in the world yeah. that there is a solution for.
0: Yeah, Right. There right. There is
1: like CAP is doing it. If CAP had a billion dollars, they would know what to do with it and yep. they would help eradicate some of the perils of living in some of the poorest places in the United States. Yep. You would have been enough and nobody would have questioned you if it would have just been like, you did your interview you gain some momentum and you're on to the next thing, but you really, it's a testament to who you are that you just stuck with it. And
0: wow,
1: I I I appreciate you. that. I appreciate that about you.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. So 2019, we'll do it again. I can't wait, Annie. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now you've got to go um take Eve and Lucy. <laughs> we to are the, three
1: minutes late to the library yeah, and yeah, I
0: yeah.
1: you're gonna have to there's gonna be hell to pay for this. I'm just gonna have them Yeah, call. Yeah, you. yeah, they're
0: gonna I'm they're gonna I'm gonna be miss Downs for a really long time, unfortunately.
1: Listen. I appreciate you allowing me to be on the post-Hanukkah show. Yeah, I, I love celebrating <laughs> with your predominantly Jewish audience. That's right.
0: Happy 2018. <laughs> Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2019, bud.
1: What an honor. I love it. Bye, friends.
0: Okay, friends, that was a great one. So thankful for Eddie coming on, being not only funny, but wise and kind and generous with his time, even when Eve was ready to go to the library. So I'm so thankful for him. Give him a follow. He's Edward or Eddie on Twitter. He loves, no kidding, he really genuinely loves responding to you. So if you want him to mail you a newsletter, you need to go tell him on Twitter. Let him know that you are serious about that. And make sure you tell him thanks for being on the show. And listen, we need to subscribe to do Activist if you haven't already, because 2019 sounds like it's going to be Great year for that show. I just love um, what podcasts are doing right now and how we are getting so many different stories we get to listen to. So I'm grateful that Eddie is so good at that over at the New Activist Hey, if you need anything from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find Annie F Downs everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Annie F as in, follow la 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 or fancy. If you need me, I'll be there. I'm going to take a couple of days off for the holidays. So you may not catch me around the internet for a couple of days, but I will be back in January. And January to July, I will be out on the road speaking at those events that I love doing, getting to meet you guys. So make sure you check my website, AnnieFDowns.com and look for the speaking calendar. And if you are close, come and say hi. It always makes me so sad when you guys message me on on Instagram and say oh my gosh you were in my town and I didn't know I'm like I'm sorry I don't know how to tell you other than have it on my website so just make sure you go to anniefdowns.com and look at the speaking calendar and I will be out and about all over the country the first half of this year. And if you have not seen this on my Instagram, we are going to read 100 Days to Brave Together um, as a group, if you're interested in that, starting January 1st of 2019. So go ahead and order it. I'm sure it's on sale on all your favorite online retailers since it's after Christmas. And get it to your house. We are going to start on January 1st and we will be done on April 10th if we stay faithful and do 100 Days. So if you'd like to do that with us, That would be awesome. And also, Remember God is still on a big sale in a lot of places, including only $5 at LifeWay. So you may want to get some of those for your new year. And it would be uh, rude of me not to end the year of podcast thanking all the people who make this show possible. Thank you to Chad and Jesse, my friends at Relevant Podcast Network, and all the people who kind of just keep Annie F. Downs afloat and keep things going here. Lisa, Lee, Brian, Emily, Brian and Becky, Eliza, Maggie, Kate, and Jenna, you guys, I literally couldn't do this job. That is a lot of people. It almost makes me teary going, like, oh, that is a list of people who are all in to help us get this show done a couple of times a week. So I'm real thankful to all of them and to you for listening. Like I said, I cannot believe we've had 5 million downloads this year. That is just crazy. I'm just so thankful and just amazed. And, um, would love for you to keep telling people about the show. The more people we have in here, the more fun it is. And as always, if you have guest suggestions or people you want to see on the show, just tell me. I'm so easy to find. I would love to know. So just send that over to me. Annie F Downs is the easiest place just on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever makes you happy. So now you've got a couple of days left to 2018. Go out and make it a fun one. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. And I will see you back here. We will jump in again on January 3rd. So we will see you back on January 3rd. Y'all have a great new year grateful for you